0: vacation. We have been incredibly inconsistent uh, the past few weeks, so we do apologize for any inconvenience, but we should be back as normal. I am your host, Jinji, with me, as always, is the new new, uh, fancy horse who may or may not exist. <laughs> and we have Dom. Hello! Mr. Bond, it's a pleasure to be here. So how are you guys doing?
1: I'm okay.
2: Doing pretty good. I'm good. I'm very good. I am very good. How about you Gigi? How have you
0: been? You know, I'm I'm doing all right. Uh Yeah, so, so some good stuff has been happening, but I found totally forgot I I bought this when I did. But you guys know those uh celebration Pikachu figures? That they that they uh, came out with
2: vaguely, yeah, same.
0: Well, I found, and I'll turn on my camera for this one so my co-host can hear me or can see what I'm talking about. For for those of you who are listening, uh, the Pokemon released like a day with Pikachu figures over the course of a year, and I have the V for Victory Pikachu figure, which is the Pikachu and Victini one in a bikini.
1: Because
3: Victini best mythical.
1: One but of the best. I, was... I
0: will agree with you on that one. I like Mew just it's
3: far better than Mew. You.
0: <laughs> you know what? There's a fucking peeps topic, you fucking asshole. Mew or Victini <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> so yeah was totally cool that I found the the V for Victory Pikachu. But, yeah, I figured, you know, it's been a minute. Uh, We'll have Professor Farnsworth, you know, dust off that phone, but let's make that phone call.
2: yes. I see. Good news, everyone.
0: Oh, man. You know, I almost for shits and giggles want to play it again, but I will not. Uh, It's been a minute since we last... Uh, recorded, so let's let's get all of the new Pokemon news out of the way. Recently, details uh, or a new update for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet has been released. Uh, we were given the name of the electric type gym leader, and her name is Iono, if I am pronouncing that right. And through the second trailer that debuted after we saw the trailer for Iono... We have a brand new Pokemon that is known as Bellabolt. Ooh. And let me get a picture of it for Senior Dom. I want yeah, to It looks like fucking Chansey Skin.
3: It's a frog.
0: Yes, it's a frog, but if you, if you look just comparison between Bellabolt Bellabolt and fucking Chansey. It's the same thing. It's same an avocado again. frog. It's an avocado frog. There you go, Dom. I posted it in podcast record. You know
3: avocados actually have electrical power in them?
0: It
2: looks like a it looks like a
0: stereo. <laughs> so yeah, Be- Bella Bolt has a brand belly new bolt. ability. Or belly Bellybolt, sorry. Uh it has a new ability called Electromorphous Electro... Electromorph Morphosis. Electromorphosis. Which boosts the power of the next electric-type used, or electric-type move it uses after being hit by an attack. This super fancy. I mean, it, it looks... It looks cute. And, uh... I guess we can read his thing, uh... Bella Bolt expands and contracts its electric body to generate electricity in an organ that looks like a Bella button. So, you know, tip for you guys: do not poke Bella Bolt's belly with an iron stick. Just don't do it. Just don't do it.
2: If you do that, you probably deserve what's gonna happen.
0: Oh yeah, very very much so. Um, so that that's it as far as uh, Scarlet Violet news for the moment. However, we did also get an update with Pokemon Sword and Shield. And this is a notice for everybody. The Pokemon Company put out a notice about some of the online connectivity for Pokemon Sword and Shield moving forward. Um, the Wild Area News will receive one final update on November 1st, 2022, adding Pokemon not normally available, such as Gigantamax Norlax. After that, there will be no more Wild Area News updates. Battle Stadium will no longer update with the ranked season after November 1st. The results for the ranked battle season will also not appear in Pokemon Home. There will be no further online competitions. Or er, competitions, Friendly competitions can still be run and played, but they will not be displayed in Pokemon Home uh, moving from December 1st. And all YCOM features and other online features will continue to be accessible. Uh, we all know the reason why obviously that by that point the Pokemon company is going to want to shift you know the VGC scene over to Scarlet and Violet moving on from you know Pokemon Sword and Shield I mean I I saw this coming I knew they were going to do something like this Um, Dom I know this really isn't your cup of tea but DJ did you see this coming?
3: Yeah I mean it's expected when a new game is going to switch over
0: Right. And then, don't you worry, guys. I got some Pokemon Go updates for you. So, one of the new things, um, Niantic has announced a new kind of raid battle. They are These are called Elite Raid Battles, which have a 24-hour egg hatch time. So, as soon as this Elite raid egg hatchet or you know spawns at a gym, it will have a 24 hour cooldown. The raid itself will only last for 30 minutes and you cannot remote raid into these. You have to be there in person and you cannot invite people to these raids because you know you would have to use a remote raid pass. You have to be there physically in person for these raids and the first Pokemon that's debuting with these elite raids is Hoopa Unbound. So what are your, what are your thoughts on this specifically, DJ? Because again, I know this is over Dom's head. Yep. Uh,
3: I mean, I guess it's fine. I don't really get it. I don't know. I like that Hoopa's out, but I have no strong feelings on it.
0: Fair enough. And uh, Dom, I will post a picture of Hoopa unbound for you.
2: Huh. He kind of looks like Centrea from Overwatch. Interesting, okay. So, it's, uh, does he punch you? Does he use those
0: rings? What is his deal?
3: The rings turn into portals.
2: Oh!
0: Mm-hmm. And I'm, it's, I'm uh, it's English dub Skilgamesh. in the movie, in the Pokemon movie. It's fucking hilarious. It's, uh, all he says Skilgamesh. is, uh, "a la hoopa rig. It's, it's annoying, but it's hilarious as fuck. But yeah, Hoopa Unbound is back. We got Hoopa, and for those of you who did the special research for him, we got it uh, last season in Pokemon Go. So, I mean, this is good for those who don't have Hoopa, but this is its unbound form. Hoopa does have a second form, and it is called a confined, or Confined.
2: Confined Hoopa.
0: Yes, Um, Dom also, so you don't even have to ask. I'm going to post Hoopa confined.
3: By the way, Gingy, you might want to check the uh, Pokemon chat. If you need one.
0: And then, for those of you who are aware, for Pokemon Sword and Shield, you can go to GameStop and get a code for the mythical Pokemon uh, Volcanion and Genesect.
3: Victini coming later to Target. Uh, yep. For some dumb reason.
0: And then, Pokemon Unite update. Uh, looks like the, the Pokemon Clefable is now available. I am excited for this, um, it has also been confirmed that the next Pokemon that will be coming out to Pokemon Unite is going to be Zoroark. We don't know when its timing is or its move sets, but we will find out in a very near future, which I am excited. And in the uh, Pokemon Cafe Remix, we have another update. You know, new stages were added, but a new delivery focus has come to the game. And you can now potentially recruit Hisuian-type Flosian into the game as a staff member. Which is all uh, hunky-dory. And now, arguably my favorite event of, of the year, just hands down in Pokemon Go, Halloween. We got the Halloween event back this year, you guys. So Halloween event part one is going to be running from October twentieth, uh, which is two weeks from now. I can't fucking wait. October twentieth through November first, um, we'll have time to catch candy, hatch candy, transfer candy. You will get one candy XL for Mocking with a buddy when you when your account is level thirty one or above. And we have our usual Halloween spawns. You know, Zubat, Ghastly, Spinarak, Murkrow, Mistreavus, Sableye, Shuppet, Absol, Driftloom, and Yamask is going to be in the wild. And I'm Unovan, Yamask, I need to clarify here. And we get the Pokemon Go debut of Mega Bayonet, Uh as a part of this event as well. Uh, Giratina Altered is going to start with uh, part one with its shiny, you know. Its shiny is already out, but the difference this time is that in addition to, you know, potentially getting another shiny Giratina, Giratina is now going to know the move Shadow Force. Which I'm excited as fuck. And we have new uh, new shiny Pokemon debuting in Pokemon Go for this event. We are getting Noibat, and therefore, you know, Noivern, and I think that's really cool, fucking shiny. And then we have the Galarian form of Yamask getting it shiny as well. And then the raids are as follows: for one stars, you got Zableye, uh Perloin, both Yamask and Fantump. Uh, three star, you get Gengar, Umbreon, Driftblim, and Drapion. And then five stars at that point for part one is going to be Giratina altered form. And then it's uh, let's see where is it? Okay, here we go. Uh, and there will also be two timed research tickets to purchase. There is a excuse me one dollar ticket that gives access to research that features Yamask and Galarian Yamask. You know, it just gives you more encounters for them uh, depending on what it is, I mean, it's a dollar. i I would argue it's worth it. But then they also announced that there is a $5 ticket that gives research with candy bonuses, Halloween tasks, and a exclusive avatar pose. And there will also be special decor and Pokemon stops and gyms. Whew, that's a that's a handful there, I think. You know, I'm looking through my news right here just to make sure I'm not missing anything in particular. Oh, I guess here is thing. There's uh, for those of you who play Splatoon 3, uh, it's confirmed it will be a special uh, Splatfest in Splatoon 3. That'll run from November 12th through the 14th. This Splatfest has players deciding between Team Grass, Fire, and Water, with each team being represented with the Paladian starters on the shirts and arts to celebrate with, you know, with Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. There you go, you guys. That's that's all for Pokemon. DJ? Yes? Your go. Do you have news?
3: Alright, we'll start with some Dokkan news. Um, I forget what we talked about last time for Dokkan, but uh, uh, this month we've had the new Dokkan event Pan release back at the start of the month. I believe the banner is still going. Has the new Pan, which is actually pretty good. She just doesn't have a very good team. Also has a GT Trunks and Giru card added to it, you, you, you. as well as the event uh, Super Saiyan GT Goku and the Meta Rildo finally got Awakenings, as well as Easy from the story mode, and an Awakening and uh, Easy A for the uh, Strike Prince of Vegeta card, the kid version, as well as we have the Easy A for the GT Trio LR card, which uh, very good, very good for GT, uh, releasing in only 5 hours from now on global will be the Fasha and chi cars cards in the new Peppy Girl banner as well as easy As for Bulla uh Brian uh Chichi and Kid Chichi are all getting their easy As in the next 6 hours or so uh on that's all on global i don't believe jp has any New ones just yet. JP is still in the midst of its Easy A bonanza with the G with the uh, Kid Goku Easy A. Um, all of the Baba Shop units got an Easy A, um, as well as at the start of the month, there was a new banner dropped for the new Kid Goku from the Path to Power movie. If those don't remember that was an anniversary movie in the style of GT, retelling the events of the first parts of Dragon Ball combining it with the Red Ribbon Army arc. As well as a story event, Yamcha. And an Aider card is also on the banner. So that's pretty much it for Dokkan. We're not exactly sure what's upcoming. Uh, sometime within the next month or so should probably be this year's Dragon Ball Heroes celebration. So we'll see what that brings. Hopefully something wacky and crazy. But, uh, other than Dokkan let's see uh, in the news today earlier today on the 16th uh, the gaming channel G4 TV has been pulled Comcast pulls the plug on G4 TV ending the comeback try for the Gamer Focus Network this is coming from Deadline, released earlier today by David David, David, Dade Hayes. Odd name. Uh, Comcast's spectator division is pulling the plug on video game centric network G4 TV, whose early incarnation in the 2000s remains a cultural touchstone for many millennials just a year after its relaunch. In a memo set to be sent out to all employees, spectator CEO Dave Scott explained that the company's investment and efforts to revive the network just didn't gain traction. What were you going to say, Gingy?
0: That's that's bullshit. Didn't traction, my ass.
3: Uh, a few dozen employees and contract workers are affected by shutdown. Comcast said it will assist them without placement and consider some for internal opportunities. The departure over the summer of Russell Ahrens, an experienced digital media exec who had come aboard as GeForce president in 2021, was a precursor to today's news. Her duties were added to the portfolio of Joe Marsh, a Comcast spectator vet who has been CEO of T1, an international esports joint venture with Korea's SK Telecom. The current iteration of G4 is smaller and less focused on traditional linear TV than it was its predecessor. It has announced a programming slate including a revived ver- version of the original G4 mainstays, Attack of the Show, X- and X-Play, Plus Comedy Boosted, Japanese competition series Ninja Warrior esports competitions and Dungeons and & Dragons limited series. Along with putting content on YouTube and social media, G4 has a multi year agreement with Twitch and Pay TV, distribution deals with Verizon, Fios, Cox, Infinity TV, and Philo. Uh, G4's initial run began in 2002 under the co owners of NBC Universal and Dish Network. The network was created by former TV sh- Disney TV exec Charles Hishorn, who saw it as a successor to MTV in its potential to tap into youth culture. After it went dark in 2014, g place on the dial was taken over by the Esquire Network, which proved to be a short-lived branding exercise. Amid a groundswell, groundswell of enthusiasm social media, new owner Comcast Spectator revealed plans at Comic-Con's virtual 2020 edition for the network's return. Uh, honestly, I kind of saw the writing on the wall for this channel.
0: It's, it's heartbreaking, but you, you're right on that
3: one. I mean, they weren't exactly helping themselves with controversy like nearly at launch with how one of their show hosts was acting. so it, it it's not that surprising when they had people that were practically dragging the thing down into the gutter.
2: When you actively do something to fuck him over.
3: I mean it's
2: yeah, it's hard to bounce back, especially if it's internal.
3: I mean, the person was literally attacking people that were watching the shows for political reasons. The fuck so, you expect, dude? So it kind of quickly fell apart, especially since the person was a woman, and you can't backtalk women on these things. So mm-hmm. that's not sexist. That's that's just literal fact how these people think nowadays. You, you can't backtalk anyone that's a minority.
2: Mm-hmm. Like if you it's a, a bitch, minority, do they think it.
3: Smile and wave, boy. Smile and wave. Uh, so okay. it's unfortunate for another gaming icon to come crashing down, but it looked like it was built on some very shaky ground to start with.
0: Rest in peace.
3: So that's it for my news. What do you have, Dom? Well, I have something that I already mentioned to you.
2: All right, so this is something probably people who have been online a little bit, especially on Twitter, but I've seen Bayonetta's voice actress urges players to boycott next game, citing insulting treatment by developer Platinum. Uh, this is a piece made by Tel- Ted Litchfield, uh, published uh, around the day ago. Helena Taylor, the voice actress for uh, Bayonetta, claims the series creator Hided- Hide- Hideki Kamiya personally offered her a flat rate of $4,000 voice- to voice the character in Bayonetta 3. Uh, Helena Taylor, the original voice actress of Bayonetta, released a sequence of videos on Twitter explaining why she did not return to the role. Taylor claims that she was offered a flat sum of 4000 to voice the character in the upcoming Bayonetta 3, and, refusing, and on refusing this offer, was replaced by Jennifer Hale of Mass Effect and Knights of the Old Republic fame. Taylor urged players to boycott the game, compared her situation to that of other underpaid workers and urged Bayonetta fans to donate money they would have spent on the game to charity. Taylor begins her videos by pointing out the Bayonetta series international success as well as her extensive training and career as an actress and role in shaping the character. Taylor claims that she did a routine re-audition for the role and received a low-ball offer even below the $4,000, the one she would get later. She then uh, personally appealed to the series creator Hideki Kamiya via a go between. Uh, The developer allegedly told the actress that he values greatly her contribution to the game. Uh, Taylor was subsequently offered the final 4,000K flat sum for her performance. Uh, Taylor indicates that the offer insulted her, given the character's international success and her role in that success. In addition to offending her pride as a veteran performer, Taylor describes being at a point in her career where she feared becoming destitute and even contemplated suicide after turning down the role. We have reached out to Helena Taylor at Platinum Games, and will update this story if we hear back. Bayonetta is one of Platinum's most successful franchises, selling over 3 million units across both games, according to VG Charts, with only near Automata's 6.5 million unit shipped surpassing it. The company recently shut down its first live service service game, Babylon's Fall, after a dismal critical and commercial reception. Kitek Camilla, one of the creators of Bayonetta and a founding member of Platinum Games, responded with the message, uh, sad uh, and deplorable about the attitude of untruth, that's all I can tell now. Uh, Camilla went on to caution readers to beware his rules, a reference for his, to his combative social media presence and propensity to block people who argue with him. Since the original publication of this story, Hideki Camilla seems to have deleted his Twitter account. Numerous figures in the industry have commented on the situation. Pentiment and Pillars of Eternity lead uh, Josh Sawyer tweeted that the four thousands offer to voice a game protagonist was absolutely nuts, elaborating with I have been working with union and non-union voice actors for over two decades and have never heard of anything that lowball from a studio of any significant size uh, Jared Green an actor, who, an actor who among other video game roles recently appeared in Tiny Tina's Wonderlands tweeted that he earned $2,000 for a 4-5 to five hour uh, single standard uh, standard shift according to the screen actor skilled voiceover uh, frequently asked questions union voice acting role this is in contrast to the multiple sessions required, of high profile, and technical demands of the bayonetta for performance. Lily Lamers, who was, has done voice work for, in *Smite* and *Fire Emblem, uh, Emblem Heroes*, uh, shared a series of tweets contextualizing the, the four thousand dollars amount with, with typical pay rates in the industry. Lamers cites figures of, of around two hundred fifty per day for non-union voiceover work and around one thousand per day for union voiceover work figures which are consistent with the Global Voice Acting Academy's rate guide, uh, thanks to Gianni Matragano for appraising us on this resource. With that in mind, and assuming the work for Payonetta would be done over four sessions of working days, uh, Planetman's 4,000 offer to Taylor would be in line with the industry standards for voiceover work. However, this strikes me as more of a floor than a ceiling, and it still fails to account for Taylor's veteran status. The high profile of the character and Taylor's 13-year relationship with the role. Lammers, for their part, pointed out that the pay rates is an example of potential precarity of voice acting as a career, barring the achievement of celebrity status. As many people have pointed it out, uh, Taylor's replacement, Jennifer Hale, is one of those celebrity voice actors that principally has leverage to charge far more than a lump sum of 4000 for this sort of role. The situation is in some ways reminiscent of how David Hayter, the iconic English language of voice of Solid Snake, was unceremoniously replaced by Kiefer Sutherland in the final entry of Metal Gear Solid series. Bottom of Games has yet to offer any official response to Taylor's claims. So yeah,
3: that happened. I I mean, it's just another sign that voice actors are very mistreated if they're not celebrities.
0: Yep. Right. Like, and hey,
3: honestly that, that that response on Twitter from the head guy beware yeah. my rules get off your high horse no one everyone is fair game on Twitter shut your trap
2: I, mean, I can respect the idea of not wanting to have a conversation with somebody who clearly doesn't know how to have a fucking argument that just screams and yells at you but having any any type of argument ended in a block seems a bit you know,
3: weak. The guy he yeah. sounds like one of those guys where it's my way or you get or you get gone. My he, way or the highway. Very, very narcissistic, physical. very full of himself.
2: Maybe. I'm not surprised, but I'm I am a little upset. This seems like very bad uh for, for uh Bayonetta's head, for Bayonetta's voice actress. But it's if- but it so but the, here's the thing they say that that rate is actually pretty normal like it's not like barring celebrity status that rate is actually not that bad so i don't know if that just shows that this might be a little too much to ask from the va or if uh you know
3: well i mean from the sound of it from what you said before he's, that one guy said he got 2000 for one session correct
2: uh Yeah, sort of Uh, for the five hours. Let me double check how much it was. Crap, I closed the link.
3: Uh, Tiny Satinas. He said that he earned $2,000
2: for four to five hours.
3: So $2,000 for one session.
2: Essentially, yes. From
3: how it's worded, they were going to pay this voice actor $4,000 for her entire performance. Mm
2: Hmm? So which, which, which as stated there.
3: later would probably take multiple sessions
2: oh definitely I mean she's the main voice of the game she's so, probably
3: going to be there for a while so 4000 for one session that's probably fair but from the sound of it her contract would probably state you get $4,000 no matter how many times we call you in yeah yeah. because the say,
2: it, it kept saying yeah. a flat rate flat rate that means that that's all you get
3: yeah, so, no, screw off. Mm. Voice actors already have a difficult life as it is.
2: I don't know what to think myself, because nope. I, I have no
3: uh, teeth
2: in the industry. I don't know what it, what to think, but it doesn't seem like it's fair.
3: I mean, especially in Japan, it's it's nuts. There, Everyone is so over-abused. It's already bad enough here in the States. In Japan, I imagine it's even far worse than, unless you have... S- Unless you have like special privileges like uh, Masako miyo from Dragon Ball. And then, then you're just a national treasure.
0: <laughs> well, now I feel a damn near undeniable urge to go steal the Declaration of Independence. I'm kidding, Uncle Sam. I know you're listening in. I'm not doing it. Why, though? Being sarcastic, you know. National Treasure, good movie.
3: Oh, uh, it was very underrated series. I I don't like that it's coming back.
0: They need to just very underrated, shit alone. but I don't like
2: that it's coming back. The fuck does that mean, dude?
3: Uh, because Disney is being Disney about it.
2: Uh, okay. Has anybody like lost their their like appetite for Disney shows and stuff like yes. and movies? Has anybody gone like? hmm... I definitely yeah, feel like, anymore.
3: I definitely feel like I—I I feel milk toast about like uh, newer properties Disney might be coming out with, but their constant revivals of for nostalgia's sake have become, become completely numb to me to the to borderline rage. Oof. I can because it's like they won't stop. It, it, it's just continued nostalgia bait, and it's getting to the point where it's overly annoying. <laughs>
2: You've got the power to make it stop, make it stop.
3: Stop going to these movies. But we'll save that for peeps sometime.
0: Exactly. But uh
3: maybe that'll be in our next Peeps episode. Diabolical Disney distaste.
0: Is enough enough.
3: Anyway, oh, anything good. else on your end, Dom?
0: No, that's about it.
3: I do believe that is the end of the news segment.
0: All right, then we're going to cut it here, you guys, and go into the next uh, segment. We'll be right back. All right, you guys, welcome back to Le News. Uh, Wow, news. Jesus fucking Christ. DJ, what games have you been playing?
3: Well, on stream, we have now officially ended our Harry Potter-thon, completing Lego Harry Potter years five through seven, as well as the other Lego game uh, earlier so that's been fun uh, I look forward to playing Hogwarts Legacy when it releases next year uh, but for now we're done with Harry Potter um, on the gaming side I've been playing on my free time I've been doing some more Legends Arceus doing some shiny hunting I've had a fair amount of luck I've gotten a few, few shinies here and there and I even did a community day for Litwick in Pokemon Go and ended up getting seven shinies so that was nice
0: it's not good. bad um, uh, Litwick
3: is a ghost candle. Oh,
0: cool!
3: Yeah, it nice likes to eat light. your soul.
0: Hey, uh, DJ, there's a, a light, like cool touch that Neantic put in with Litwick. If you open up Pogo right now and just look at Litwick out on the map, it glows.
1: Neat.
3: But uh, I've been doing Dokan as well. I've been getting my easy A's. I didn't pull Pan, sadly. But I didn't try very hard because I want to save my stones for the Dragon Ball Heroes collab that'll be coming up here soon. Uh, so far, we don't have any inklings on it, but uh, I'm hoping for an, some new Super Saiyan fours. Maybe they get awakenings. That'd be nice. Uh, let's see. Other than that, I uh, well, I was on Willizen's uh, stream last night. Uh, we were doing golf with your friends, so that was a that was a blast. Having a having a lot of fun. Playing with some PNG tubers. PNG tubers.
2: I mm-hmm. saw a bit of that stream. Yeah.
3: yeah, that's what they call themselves. So. <laughs> yeah, that was that was an absolute blast. It was it was really fun. On that. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it.
0: All right, Dom. What have you been doing?
2: Elden, ringing the ring of the Elden. Uh, essentially I've been playing a lot of Elden ring uh, eh, basically that uh, also Mordhau recently had its um, it's uh, like a, a t- I, I, it recently had its event where it was instead of times two this time it was times four gold and experience so I've grinded the shit out of that now I have so much fucking gold coins that I can buy one of the he- one helmet that is very expensive <laughs> How's that? Uh, that gave me to change a few things. Uh, other than that, uh, not much else. Like honestly, I've just been uh, just been playing Elden Ring and just Mortal. I've been switching between the two. I haven't been really inspired to get anything new because I've been saving my money. Considering I'm getting uh, I'm getting uh, a computer soon, so I'll be I've invested. Uh, I'm gonna invest close to like three thousand dollars in a single computer. So I'm waiting for that to <laughs> go over and then uh gets uh get get it here and just you know have fun with it would we'll probably buy the harry potter thing and other things so yeah that's uh that's basically it for me i haven't really uh pushed to do anything really interesting but that's it how about you jee what have you been doing
0: uh just you know usual stuff pogo uh Litwood community day i caught six of them Thank decent enough I've also been playing a lot of Jurassic World Alive you know helping the alliance out uh, very very slowly getting enough uh, Apex dino DNA and it's insane
1: what?
0: with the grind and everything everything needed for it It's it's fucking hectic
3: by the way, Dom, I posted what liquid looks like if you wanted to take a look.
2: Yeah, will look at it in a second. And oh, he's so cute!
3: And there's the oh, shiny.
2: My... Oh my god, he looks so fucking tiny! It's... What a hug! Could...
3: The shiny just has gr- a green eye, really? Well, the fire is blue.
2: Ah, so it's supposed to be yellow normally? Purple. Uh, wow. I could barely tell, the, 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 tell them apart.
3: There, the model's... Show it better. For the entire evolution line.
1: Hmm.
3: It turns into Chandelure. Chandelure.
0: The Lord of the Champ. But console-wise, I haven't really played much, to be perfectly honest with you guys. You know, doing doing live things. But, Existing. yeah, as, as quick as that's been, uh, DJ, are we wanting to uh announce anything yet or at the end of the show
3: uh we'll save it for now
0: okay all right well that's the case you guys we're gonna cut it here and go into the next segment we'll be right back okay welcome back um dj what are we uh discussing this week
3: but today is a bit of a last-minute thing, so it's going to be more of a discussion rather than our typical debate. Uh, we're going to be talking single-player versus multiplayer. And we're talking pure single-player versus pure multiplayer games here. So a, a one like... Uh... GTA
2: would not fit this description because you have a completely different... Uh, it's based on the same engine, but GTA, uh, the multiplayer, is not the same as the GTA, the single-player experience.
3: No, but you could argue GTA Online as its own game.
2: Yeah, but we wouldn't, because we're talking about uh, games that are so focused around that, right?
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, DJ, you came up with it. You kick mm-hmm. us off.
3: Uh, personally, I'm much more on the side of single player. Like, I, I know the appeal of multiplayer games, especially nowadays, where it's much easier to get people together online but I like to uh, cultivate my own experience in a game to enjoy it at my own pace rather than having to deal with arbitrary restrictions due to needing other people Um, it's not to say multiplayer is worse than single player just in my view I get more satisfaction out of beating things on my own as well as it's not always true but single player usually has a lot better story and that's where I get a lot of my joy from playing games would like to go next.
2: So you're talking mostly multiplayer games that are cooperative, right?
3: Oh, well you have like your World of Tanks, you have your Overwatch, your League. Mm -hmm. Destiny. Destiny. It's never been as appealing to me. Because it always relies on other people.
1: Mm -hmm.
3: And since I usually like to complete like side quests and stuff, if there's always going to be, like, those few side quests that are like, oh, you need three people to do this quest, and it's like, can't I do it myself?
2: Oh, I know what you mean. Oh, yeah, that's annoying. Like, when a game demands multiplayer play, play for it to be, like, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. That's that's annoying. Uh, what about, like, multiplayer games that are, like, uh, like the whole purpose of the game is, to like, multiplayer things, right? Like, you're not, like, oh, it's your own story, but more, like, more like for example Dota, Warcraft, anything like that. Because those are not necessarily ah you need three players to do, it's just that the game is played with other players. Like that's the thing.
1: hmm
2: Uh myself, uh okay. Uh I'll go next. Essentially uh I think that multiplayer games can be very fun. And I think that uh, I have, like, little issue with multiplayer games. I don't think there's any problem with some. With some, The only games that I, like, don't like are those that force you to pay a stupid or ridiculous amount of money. Like, uh, you know, game games. Uh, not game games. <laughs> mobile games. Game games! You know, those game games that make you pay a lot of money. Uh, no, essentially like mobile games that have a lot of, like, gacha shit, like Gen Impact and things like that. Those uh, always get on my nerves. I don't like them uh, because I, like, I feel like that's the lowest point of the multiplayer games that are like when they require uh, when they like they, when they're like a cash grab when they're like oh you want this to be competitive and it's not like ah oh, no that's not the whole thing and it's like I don't know I just that is, that is not my cup of tea. Um, Jesus. Yeah, on the other hand, uh, I. Will argue that it depending on the game, the story might be better or worse. It depends on what games you're comparing. Because, for example, if we are comparing God of War to like Payday, I'm like, yeah, absolutely, multiplayer single player games are much better. But like, there are different types of games. Um, what is it? Mm.
3: I mean, we're definitely not going for like it's we're we're not really trying to say which one is better than the other. We're we're more going towards like personal preferences we might do it as a like a full debate at some other time to try and decide a winner but this time it's just more of a discussion i like the understand. hybrids
2: i personally prefer the hybrids uh because you know like you've got a story but you can also do things with friends that that's what i like it not the like, not the destiny shit that oh you need three players to play the story but no 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 no
3: like in i went over an elden ring with...
2: Yeah, I think like a game with like Elden Ring is a good example of this because you have, uh, you have this character, you have this story, and the story is yours, and you can play your story by yourself. But also, you could be with other players. You can have fun with other players, and that is fun. Another game that I feel is the same is Payday. Technically, Payday is a uh, cooperative game, correct? It's basically, uh, but you can play the game entirely on your own. It's not as fun, but you still got the access to. Uh, experience all of the story. You get the chance to experience all of the lore, all of the, all of these things. So, in that aspect, I'm like, yeah, like it, I like the hybrids. I like, I like, I, I can't stress enough how much I love playing with my friends. That is an aspect that I love about multiplayer games. I can play with other people. I don't like playing competitively against my friends. So, any game that is like like fighting games and things like that that you can play multiplayer that you can have. Uh, other people fight against you. Like uh, that's the only way that you're going to play with someone with one of your friends is against them. I'm not about that. I like like cooperative game, but I also like games that let me do my own thing. I have probably, whenever I play a game that is single player that has a really good story, for example, Fallout, uh, New Vegas, or I imagine God of War, or any of those games that, like, you have your own story and shit, like, um, I can see the appeal and I can like them, but I generally only play those games once, and then I'm done. Even if it's an RPG, I generally don't go back to it unless I am with friends. So, for example, I finished Fallout New Vegas once, in hard mode, my first time. I'm good. I've never touched the game again. I've explored as much of the game as I could, and I was fine with what I got. But for example, uh, linear games, just I don't see the appeal of playing a linear game more than twice. It's also the same with, like, with movies. I generally never watch a movie twice. I just, I'm just i just a one and done guy when it comes to those things. So that's why I find the appeal in multiplayer games, because I can do a lot more things. In my opinion, I have a lot more fun. How about you, Jinji? What can you gonna say about this?
0: Uh. Pretty much the same, same, similar vein. i very much rather prefer playing single player games. Although multiplayer games like Minecraft or just multiplayer games that you can play with other people to work together on the same team towards a certain goal is, you know, all hunky dory. But it's that the aspect of multiplayer games is I hate when you're faced against just random people. Like I, I'll um. admit, I get angry when it comes to pvp games that's that is the reason why i am known as raging Gingy. i get mad when i work hard you know i try to better myself but i still consistently fucking lose it it makes me angry that and and that is a that is like the biggest reason why i hardly touch pvp in pokemon go with the the amount the amount of work that i have to put in it's is just fucking insane. And I, I I can't stand losing just multiple games in a row despite me trying my best. So that's really it as far as um, my, my shtick goes. I don't know what do you, what 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 do you guys how do you, how do you guys uh respond to that?
2: Oh, I understand. Uh whenever I have to do PVP in Elden Ring, it's usually forced. I don't want it and it's always a nightmare. And I always hate myself and everybody in the game after it. So I can understand 100% like PVP is not my strong suit unless it's a I don't know. I don't I can't recall a game that is PVP that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Or that is like one one to one, like it's like dueling. I don't like that. I if, I if I the only PVP games that I say I enjoy are any where I have a team where I have a team. Right. So I've played uh, Paladins. I've played um, World of Warcraft. I've played uh, uh, Whatchamacallit? call it. I've played I've played these games. Like I played games where PVP is a thing. Right. I like that. But. Uh, but, like I like it when I have a team because if it falls all on my shoulders, it's kind of more like jarring that it's like especially with certain like here's one of the things that I say is one of the weakest points of pvP games is that usually they can uh use the pvP as an excuse for you to um uh for you to spend your money so that way you can be competitive with other players who are kicking your ass right. Like, you don't see a game that uses those tactics, those cash grab tactics on you mm-hmm. uh, if the game is single player. No, because you and really I have competition.
0: You don't have competition and you can go at your own pace.
2: Exactly. So, when you do that, uh, you don't need to rely on any of this shit. And developers know this. So, the only games that have this are games that are multiplayer when other people can either show off against you and show you how much better off they are. Or they fucking clap your cheeks because you are lacking this uh, this specific spell or the specific character or haven't leveled up with these specific ruins and shit.
0: It's it's just bullshit because despite how hard you work, you you may even potentially come across hackers. You know, people who don't play by the rules that will just legitimately ruin your day.
2: Yeah, and for no other reason than just to ruin your day.
0: It's just, so yeah, no, I, like... I wish I didn't get so angry when it comes to PVP stuff. I really wish I just, and it, it doesn't matter. it Doesn't it? especially in like Pokemon Go. If I lose because of fucking tapping, that that's bullshit. And and it's a different story to you know with like uh fucking PVP and Jurassic World Alive. I have more success there. I mean, don't get me wrong. I still get angry when I lose multiple games in a row. Because unlike Pokemon Go PvP, if I consistently lose, I will drop down the ladders and I will be kicked out of arenas in Jurassic World Alive. Unlike Pokemon Go. And if you continuously lose in that game, you still stay at the same level you're at. But the the, the, the big difference is that... Right, the, the... the the difference is that the PVP in Jurassic World Alive is turn-based. You actually have moves that your dinos can use versus fucking Pokemon Go, which is just a tapathon. I don't know. I have a hunch I would enjoy Pokemon Go more if it wasn't just a tapathon for PVP or at least I would be more interested in the PVP section, but with how Pokemon Go is, like I don't I don't blame it. But I don't know what have, what what's uh what's run through your head d j you've been fairly quiet
3: oh uh, just been we're def we're definitely a lot on the same side here, so I'm not sure what more i can really say other than at least none of us are league players huh
0: uh to be fair um pokemon Unite is league <laughs> just with the fucking skin. gotta be honest here Jeez. anyway though um, let's go ahead and play that uh, Buzzsprout affiliate ad like we always do and then we can just you know bullshit away we'll be right back what's up guys do you enjoy podcasts like us have you ever yes. wanted to start one of your own are you too scared yes. to start one Well, to be honest, we were scared in the very beginning before we started Pixels, but luckily we found Buzzsprout.
2: Buzzsprout is one of the easiest ways to start a podcast. They're a dedicated team driven to help your podcast succeed. Their website is very simple to use and gives you stats on your show. It's amazing. They put your podcast on all the different podcast players like Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more.
0: Exactly. And we guys hear me
2: uh, yes i can hear you oh at well the, at the ad ended right
0: uh no it's actually like halfway What's up, guys? You... Ah, anyway yeah go click on our buzzsprout affiliate link i don't know what the fuck happened there I'll do the to... thing do, do the again. thing you know it oh no no not not play the thing again anyway you guys <laughs> yeah we're ju- we're just gonna bullshit So, I am hyped as fuck for uh, God of War.
3: Only a few weeks away from it, and then Pokemon.
0: Yeah, Same
2: here. Uh, I've been so hyped for God of War that I've actually created characters in Elden Ring to represent Kratos and Atreus. And. Headfreckers playing, uh, is playing uh, a Kratos wannabe while I'm playing a bow only Elden Ring build, which is very fun. You might think only both might not work, but yeah.
0: Hmm? Did you get a Switch yet, Dom?
2: No, but I will because I've got a job and I am happy with it. So, yeah, I will. Play
0: Scarlet Violet with us, Dom.
2: I will. I will. Don't worry. You guys heard it
0: here first.
3: The only thing is he's probably going to have to wait a good long while for God of War to be playable for him. Uh, don't remind me because it took like what 3 years for it to come from PS4 to PC and there's no there's no guarantee it'll get a PC port you may just have to fork out for a PS4 and play it in the least 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 best way possible
2: (laughs) the least best way possible yeah that's a sentence
3: I mean the PS4 one's probably going to be locked at like 30 FPS or whatever Probably not going to look as good as the PS5 version. For play is good.
0: Yeah, but you have to you have to wait and see how how well Ragnarok is going to play. And I swear to God, if they kill off Kratos, I'm going to rage quit.
3: I mean, that was our prediction, was it not?
0: It was, unfortunately. Although, Uh, let's be... Excuse me, let's be for real here. He ain't gonna be dead for long. No one can (laughs) fucking kill Kratos. Wait, is he dying? Oh, he has died multiple times in the God of War series. Not just once.
2: I know, but like, is he dying in Ragnarok? Like, what the fuck?
0: That's the theory. Well, that's
3: the the prophecy that you get at the end of God of War.
2: Ah, I haven't played God of War 1. I mean, the fucking, the, you know
3: you mean four yes <laughs> that's the I problem don't... with having it just be called god of war everyone's gonna confuse it think it's the first one in the series
2: it's the first one and some people say like oh he's changed because he's now a father no he's not he's always been a father he
3: but No, just it's... now has kids it's that sorry, are alive
2: but... <laughs> his, kid is now, his kid is now alive that's a difference
3: and not staining his skin
2: yeah, his kid is not on his skin. Jesus Christ, that is so horrible.
3: Welcome to Greek tragedy.
2: We've got bacon.
3: Uh, Greek tragedy invades North craziness.
2: Greek tra- Greek tra- tragedy on your school? Question mark. Jesus Christ. But anyways, I yeah, I am very excited. I've played. Uh, I will get. Uh, God a war. Uh, for the PC, if possible. Um, And uh, I'll play it as much as I can, because I really am excited for it. And I want to play the new game. Jesus Christ, the fact that I can say I want to play this game that is coming out is so... ah, I've never been able to say that before. (laughs) It's not something I get to say, okay?
3: I mean, I think the only one I'm looking forward to at the moment for the rest of this year is definitely Pokemon. Um, I was originally excited for Gotham Knights, which is supposed to release here at the end of the month. Mm. But uh, it just looks kind of meh.
2: It looks shitty.
3: And apparently on consoles, it's going to be locked to 30 FPS for some reason.
2: Gross. Oh, why?
3: I don't know. It'll also be lacking fidelity and performance modes for the console versions, which is like, why even release them on PS5 and Series X then? Do you would you want people to only buy the PC version? I'll see how Gotham Knights turns out in reviews. I might get it later when it's on like the Steam sale or something. Who knows? Because I do like these bat. I do like these specific Batman characters. I like, I like Nightwing. I like Batgirl. I like, I think like Red Hood, and I like Tim Drake's Robin.
2: I love Red Hood.
3: I wish they would do more with Tim Drake's Robin, though. I mean, in the comic books, the only thing notable he's been in recently is that now he's now he's bi and has a boyfriend. What? Yeah, that that, that just suddenly happened.
2: Okay. No, it wasn't built up. It just happened. Of course it did. Why would why would they why would they put some work on? fucking adding LGBT tags to their characters why not just I mean they did they did
3: the same thing with uh, the son of Superman who is now Superman and is gay DC is doing its whole whole thing it's about to reset its universe again so
0: again how many times hooray for
3: yearly crisis stories they don't know how to stop doing them they reset it last year and now we're doing another reset.
0: What does that mean, a reset? Like, you completely decanonize everything that's happened?
3: Um, as in blowing up the universe again.
0: And rebuilding it again.
3: Yep. Well, multiverse. It's always the multiverse.
2: Yeah, because they already <sighs> have multiple universes.
3: They already They always blow up the multiverse and then it starts over again. Some things become canon, some things get dropped from canon. It's more like these people are on a freaking ego trip and don't know how to write anything that's not a big galactic climax. Uh, Well, I mean, the last crisis literally dealt with the mother of crisis energy a freaking mother crisis goddess thing and the dark multiverse, and now it's a new multiverse has been born and it's, it's, it's. and you're in the world now. <laughs> Superman is now made of stars.
0: Oh my what god! Fuck? What are they Why? smoking?
3: I don't know. Comics, comics get crazy, but at this point, it's kind of become so crazy it's bland. I'll be honest. The last time I did the thing, it was the last year's crisis ended on a pretty good note, and then it's like, oh no, we're we're still gonna keep doing these things. We're they make too much money. Which I doubt they do. It's just it's just a way to grab news headlines at this point. Cause anytime they do anything crazy it becomes a quick quick headline grab for comic book resources.
0: Fair enough. Although <sighs> No, never mind, that was brain fire. I was thinking of something entirely different, but I believe or I guess this has been your uh, quick snippet into the minds and the show at uh, Pop Shock Peeps you know feel free to go check that show out
3: (laughs) and we need to do another episode this week we we need to bring Dom on officially
0: that we do yeah so I guess that's it Uh, Dom where can uh, where can people find you
2: Y'all can find me nowhere because I do nothing. Nah, That's good. You can find me on YouTube at uh, the Gaming channel. Twitter is at SaddixMen, and Twitch as well at SaddixMen. Uh, G- uh, DJ, where can people find you?
3: You can find me on twitch.tv slash Skywalker 716 where I stream Tuesdays through Thursdays, 7, uh, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time.
0: DJ, G- where, where can find you? Oh, sorry, brain fart. Um... You can find me on my personal Twitter at Ragey Gingy. You can follow the show at PPF Podcast. For any questions, comments, concerns, or topic suggestions, email the show at f Podcast at gmail.com. I also stream on Twitch, twitch.tv slash PPAF Gingy, when I get back to that. But uh, stay tuned. You'll see me uh, streaming on Tuesday.
3: I wonder what that will be.
0: Who knows should we uh should we give him a hint nope can...
3: they gotta look they gotta find the twitch to find out
0: oh man or wait until the next
3: podcast when we actually say
0: that's true i mean loki i was kind of hoping you would say yes to the hint because i had quite the zinger for him but
3: no zingers for you
0: boo
3: you get your dad joke that's all you get you don't get zingers in, in addition
0: I haven't said a dad joke yet this episode. Thank you for reminding me. No, we
2: were almost done. You
0: know what? fine? I do All it right. partially.
3: To, I do it partially to screw over Dom. <laughs> uh,
0: make it a good one. We'll just have to gear up and find out what that stream's going to be on Tuesday. <laughs>
2: Tell me.
0: That's a good one. Tell me. (laughs) All right, you guys. Thank you very much for watching. We will catch you next week for one ninety. Holy shit! One
2: ninety-nine.
0: Peace out, y'all. We'll catch you next week.
3: Bubba.